welcome to the Hopeful Living Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Merck, and I'm so glad you found your way here. This podcast is a daughter, a sister, a wife, and a mother's journey through loving someone with the disease of addiction. I will share my experiences, strength, and hope as I navigated my own recovery from being addicted to the addict. Thank you so much for listening. Hello, and welcome to the Hopeful Living Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Merck, and today I'm going to be talking about shame versus guilt. Um, Shame was an emotion that was really difficult for me in the beginning um, of my journey. Uh, Four years ago, I was riddled with shame. It was one of the reasons that I hid a lot and didn't talk about uh, my story. And if you've listened to previous podcasts, you'll hear the romance versus the reality of my situation. And shame is what really held me down into um, not sharing my story. Um, And as I began my recovery, I found an author by the name of Brene Brown. I mentioned her a lot in my podcast, but she really has changed and helped me change the way I think about myself and the way I view myself and the way that I um, move forward in my recovery. But she describes shame as an intensely painful feeling or experience of believing we are flawed and therefore unworthy of acceptance and belonging. And for me, the first time I read that, it was like, yes, that's exactly what happens to me every time I think about XYZ. You just fill in the blank. Um, for me, four years ago, that was my son is an active addiction. How am I going to ever be able to forgive myself for whatever it was that I felt like I had done to cause this to happen? Um, you know, my husband was an active alcoholic at that time, and how am I ever, you know, what, what is the shame around this? I don't want anybody to know. How do I keep this a secret? Um, if you've listened to my other podcast too, um, you're only as sick as your secrets. You learn that owning your own story is what helps you heal and helps you begin to define your path. And so for me, it was letting go of the shame. And so reading that statement by Brene Brown, it's like, yes, that's what I feel. But now how do I change that? You know, if if I feel that um, I'm not a great mom, uh, I'm inherently flawed as a mother because if I wasn't, my son wouldn't have chosen this. Um, Or I'm inherently flawed as a wife because why why won't he stop drinking? Um, You know, if he loved me, he would stop. Uh, which now I know is not great, great thought patterns to have. But this was the beginning of that journey for me was when I read that quote the first time. And then I began the research on, so how do I stop that from happening? And so one of the things that I learned about was shame versus guilt, self-talk. And Brene Brown does describe it as the shame gremlins. They come into your mind and they, they start to speak of, you're not worthy, you're not good enough, you're not... Uh, acceptable. You don't belong in this group. You're not um, competent enough for this job. Um, You know, all of those things. And for me, those happen when I feel the most vulnerable. And I was like, that happens when I feel vulnerable or when I don't feel like I belong in places. Um, And of course, 
through all her research, that's exactly when those the shame gremlins come out the most, is when you feel like you're in a situation where you are very vulnerable. Um, people don't either know your situation or, or what is happening with you, which is, of course, you don't share your situations with the world. People have to earn the right to hear your story. Um, and so for me, sometimes that vulnerability comes out in places where people would, four years ago, people would be describing their story their children as um, uh, they're doing great in college, they're going to graduate, they're buying a house, they're uh, fill in the blank. They have the greatest boyfriend, they have the greatest college, you know, wherever they are, they're just wonderfully great on the right path. And I would just secretly beat myself up. Just my brain would just swirl with, where did I go wrong? How did I, how did I cause this? What, you know, what, what did I miss as a mom? And also, it would come when other people would have these wonderful lives, or so I perceived that they did, uh, husbands that worked great jobs and, and did, you know, took care of them emotionally and just gave them everything that they needed. So what was I missing out and, and why was this not true for me as well? <clears throat> and so through my own recovery, what I've learned is that that shame talk is what keeps you in secret. It's what keeps you in hiding because you inherently feel like you are flawed inside. And so we switch that with a guilt self-talk. The choice that I made to rescue my son from high school English when he was failing it was not a good choice. It enabled behavior that I did not want to happen, but I am not inherently flawed. That choice was just not great. Um, I covered up for my husband when he didn't go to work. Doesn't make me bad. I'm not inherently bad or flawed, but that choice of enabling. And so what that does for me and what it has done for me is it uh, freed me from the I'm bad, I'm flawed, I'm inherently not good to, oh, that choice was not great, So, but I can, I have the choice to make a different choice. And so then that stems to hope. That gives me a wholehearted, hopeful life because I can make a different choice. I have to learn sometimes how to make a different choice, but I can make a different choice. If you're inherently bad, if the shame talk comes into your mind that you're flawed, that's a very different thing than the choice I made was not great, but I am still a good person. And so that has been rev revolutionary for me. I still struggle with it. I still work on it every single day. And one of the techniques that I use is to call it out. Um, and Brene Brown talks about this a lot when the shame gremlins talk is you find somebody that you're vulnerable with and that you can be vulnerable with, even if it's just your journal or your best friend. And you tell them, this is what the, the shame gremlins are out. And this is what I'm feeling. I'm feeling like I'm not worthy. I'm feeling like I'm not good. I'm not good enough. And once you let them out, they don't have a place anymore because the if you know this premise of the gremlins, when the light came in, they, they died. They didn't like it. And so 
um, we can change that whole dynamic of who we are just from that. And the last thing I want to talk about too is how I change that conversation with my children. My grown son, it's been much harder because he's grown now and I wish I had known these things then. I don't beat myself up about it because my one of my own mantras is when you know better, you do better. And I know better now. I know better how to talk to him when I don't agree with a choice that he's making or has made made. Um, I don't say, so something really simple would be, this situation is an absolute disaster. That is a better conversation than you are an absolute disaster. Because a situation can be a disaster, but together we're going to sit in this place. We're going to do this together. You are still loving. You are still worthy. And you are still, you still belong in this family. You, you belong and um, I love you no matter what. The situation just may not be the best situation right now. It's a very, very different, it's a very simple, but a very different way of thinking about how you interact with your own children. And even with my uh, 11-year-old son, I try very hard to watch what I say when it may be something as simple as the conversation that you just had with your friend might have been a little bit um, not kind. And so I don't say, you were very mean. I say, the choice of words that you made just now was not the best kind. So let's talk about how we can make a different choice next time when you're angry, you know, or that kind of situation. It's still a very much a work in progress for me, but I do think about it. And that's the best that we can do is we can think and we can know the difference between a shame self-talk, which is you're bad, you're flawed, you're inherently not good, and a guilt self-talk, the choice I made was not right or not great, but I am still lovable, I am still capable, I am still worthy, and I still belong. Um, So I hope this helps you just a little bit to wrap your mind around the difference between shame and guilt and helps you to um, change those shame gremlins in your own mind to something more positive that gives you hope and allows you to make a different choice. If you find this podcast is um, resonating with you and you know someone else that may um, benefit from hearing it, please feel free to share. And until next week, I wish you all the best. Thank you for listening to the Hopeful Living Podcast. If someone you know might benefit from hearing this podcast, please share. And until next time, I wish you all the best.